Wade McNeil is on the docket to talk uh, to us this morning, and I have no idea who this guy is. And every time, every time I emailed you, what do I need to know about this guy? All you'd say is, don't worry, I'll take the lead. Yeah, I will. Okay, let's get him on. Hello? Wade. Hey, how's it going? Where where are you now? You're, are you, you're back in the country, right? Yeah, I'm at home in Toronto. You know, Wade was a member of Alexis on Fire for a very long time. Uh, he chose to leave, went to a band in the UK called Gallows, very good band. And what happened with Gallows? Gallows is right now taking some much-deserved time off. For the last two years, we've kind of uh, hit the road till the wheels fell off. So uh, everyone's kind of collecting themselves and uh, writing some music at home right now. What's it like to spend two straight years on the road like that? I mean, it's kind of the norm for my for everything that I've done. I, you know, Alexis toured really, really hard, and and then, um, you know, kind of as that band was winding down and we had those conversations where we were thinking, I don't know if this is going to move forward is right when I got that call from gallows. And so the stars really lined up with that. And it was kind of as weird as it was, it was just, you know, onto another bus into another studio with another group of guys, same shit, different band. Yeah. Uh, how did uh, you guys tour together, right? Is that how you managed to hook up with gallows? Uh, yeah. Alexis had, uh, toured with Gallows across Australia, and then uh, the last time we did the Warp Tour, which I think was 2008. Now, you're a follower of Geeks and Beats. You're the guy that actually called and asked, said, uh, could I be on the show? Uh, what is it about what we do here that that uh, that, that attracted you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know exactly when my obsession with podcasts like shifted over that it seems like uh, I feel like anytime anyone asks me what new records I'm into, um, I'd probably have a better answer for what podcasts I like the most. Um, and uh, I don't know. I think it, uh, it, it runs the gamut of a lot of stuff I'm interested in, you know? Um, I think, uh, I don't think you would take offense to me calling you, uh, you know, a next level music nerd, Alan. Um, <laughs> I think I see <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's something that uh you know i would consider myself as well um uh you know i'm constantly searching for new stuff and um and so aside from the music aspect i don't know you guys touch on a lot of stuff i like like uh you know new technology and film and and i just think it's interesting so you're in a weird world as well because you know at age 29 you sort of span the the generation of radio moving into the ipod world in the first place and so the, the kids who come after you are the ones who don't know anything about radio. Uh, the ones who came before you don't know don't know anything about podcasting. You're in this unusual sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because I think um, uh, there's a certain amount of, especially this technology is, uh, you know, some, there's certain things you try and fight for a little while. You know, I thought, you know, we were touring and I had my massive CD binders still in the van. And, uh, you know, we're all bringing like 200 CDs on a tour so we can keep it interesting. And then I was like, oh, I don't need an iPod. And then you make the switch and obviously it's the most logical thing you've ever done. And I think uh, there's those kind of technology steps that, especially as a musician and someone that spends a lot of time traveling, just makes so much sense, you know. And um, I think I'm still I'm still fighting the, you know, Kindle, like reading on some sort of tablet thing. But I'm sure when I stop bringing massive hardcovers on the road and do that, it will probably equally make as much sense. Is it fair to describe yourself as a geek here? Because I'm on your Wikipedia page, and I've seen a lot of Wikipedia pages for various musicians, but very few list their equipment. And you've got 
quite a bit of kit here and a Gibson geek at that. I think it's definitely fair to say I'm a geek. I don't think, uh, I don't think many musicians get to, uh, get to where they're at by, uh, being the most popular people in their high schools, they get to where they're at because they're isolated playing guitars in their room. What other kind of tech are you into? I'd say aside from, uh, me kind of just clearing out the Apple store, um, it doesn't really go that far. I mean, as far as everything else, you know, I, I like playing vinyl and, and uh, it doesn't get too deep after that. But don't get into vinyl. You'll get Alan going for hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could talk for a while. As a matter of fact, we're having some technical difficulties here in my studio because I had to have my, my rig, uh, uh, my Pro Tools rig here uh, modified so I can record, so I can rip some vinyl into stereo. And, and anyway, that's where if there's a whine in the background, it's my fault. <laughs> I can't figure out why. Maybe, you know, you're a Pro Tools guy. You should come over here and fix this for me. Give it a shot. Maybe give me a chance to uh, give me a chance to uh, you know just dig through your vinyl. Maybe see if I could uh, make you part ways with a few of those doubles. Oh man! You know what happened the other day? I you know the, the downtown record show is coming up in Toronto on November the third, and a couple of the organizers came over to the house, and I I wanted to sell them some old magazines. I have some old cues. I have some old mojos. I have some old uh, record collectors, and you know they're all in pristine condition. And they 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 took a look at these huge shelves full of magazines, and they go, nah, paper doesn't sell, but we'll look through your collection and see if there's anything there that we want." So uh, I left them in the basement for a couple of hours, and they, they found some stuff that I really don't care to keep. And uh, they left me with $610, so it was a good day. Not bad, not bad at all. Yes. I've given myself X amount of space for my vinyl, and as I'm putting new things in, I'm removing old things. So I'm, uh, yeah. I'm kind of trying to curb it in some sort of uh, in some sort of way. I guess it's like coming off of heroin or something like that. Uh, I guess. Sounds like a TLC show waiting to happen. <laughs> Well, you know, with my wife, she was all for these guys being in the basement because anytime there's somebody in the house that's taking stuff away, short of robbery, she's all for it. And if it has to do with my music collection, again, she was all for it. And now a guy named Sheldon's going to come and have a look at all the papers, so maybe he'll take all that away. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Sheldon? No, no. You did not have great sex with Sheldon. I did too. No, you didn't. A Sheldon can do your income taxes. If you need a root canal, Sheldon's your man. But humping and pumping is not Sheldon's strong suit. It's the name. Do it to me, Sheldon. You're an animal, Sheldon. Ride me, big Sheldon. Doesn't work. And I want. Uh... Wait, wait. You didn't get the When Harry Met Sally reference? I got the. Did you get the Big Bang Theory reference? No. I picked up on the uh, Bang Theory reference. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> it's a generational thing. Yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> what are you doing to pace past the time? Um, I've started doing some DJing sets and. Uh, just uh, working on music. You know, Gallows is a band that uh, lives in three different countries as of now. So uh, maybe I should, uh, you know, start getting involved with some new technology so I can figure out how we can practice uh, living in California, Toronto, and London. That's a pretty tough t- triangle to cover. <laughs> it's, yeah. All the best to you, Wade. Cheers, guys. <laughs>